0: Hello, movie lovers. We actually have Charlie with me. We're going to be doing a spoiler review for Thor Love and Thunder. I hope that you guys enjoy it. And with further ado, let's get on with the show. I just have to say this. I didn't have any high expectations going into this movie. I didn't do any kind of theorizing or anything like that like I normally do. I had a very low bar set when it came down to this movie. And, you know, I heard different rumblings about, you know, the movie is not that great or anything like that. I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to go in with my own expectations and see what happens. And I'm going to be honest with you, this is not the best Thor movie, in my opinion. I still like Thor Ragnarok over this movie. And even, the, even whenever they're doing that one scene with Matt, um, Matt Damon, and then you also have Melissa McCarthy, that stuff just didn't work this time. And it was very cringeworthy to the point where that didn't land well. The jokes didn't really go that well for me. I felt like this was nothing but a Thor comedy in the MCU. And And don't get me wrong, I know that Thor Ragnarok had jokes, but underneath the surface of the jokes and stuff like that. The reason why there's so many jokes is because he's trying to cover up the pain that's inside of him and therefore he covers it up with jokes and he's trying to make himself feel better. With this one, I thought that Thor recovered from all that stuff. And here he is again trying to find himself and Vladimir and all that and with the axe. And I'm like, really? So now we're doing a beat by beat again of, of this? And I'm like, okay, this is not what I had wanted. I thought this was Thor back being happy again and i i just did not care for the direction that they went in what about you though
1: i loved it honestly again this is like um and, and i think for me it's i didn't i think phase four has been very like i loved four of the movies out of this bunch i loved uh black widow i thought that was great i lo- i love like i was really impressed with sun Chi, and i didn't think i would be so that one really that that's Currently my favorite phase four movie, Sunshine. Same. Um I knew Eternals was gonna be bad since the trailer didn't impress me. I loved and, it,
0: but you know, I know many fine. people that don't um,
1: and if you want to know what our thoughts are, tune into like we actually have that on our channel. If you want to find out what we thought of the Eternals, you can find that on our YouTube page. I didn't like the Eternals. Again, I didn't care for it. Um I was really disappointed with Spider-Man. Like, so I had like two big, like two hit, like two b- movies like right after the bat. Hate it. Eternals, I was really disappointed in Spider-Man. Sure, there's aspects I liked. I just came out really like because I had a lot of hype for it. hype. There's my hype was so huge for this. It was really hard to go in low expectations. But these last two movies, I loved Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. Not many people did, and that's fine. And this one, so I think this for me, not talking about a lot of these movies and not going in with a lot of expectations. Like, but this one, I was reading a lot of bad reviews, and I'm like to go see it anyway i mean i literally bought the hammer the popcorn hammer from amc you can actually buy that online actually on amc theaters there's a merchandise store you actually can buy the hammer you can pre-order and that so i'm like yeah i feel like i felt worthy so i wanted to buy the hammer so anyway <laughs> i went to this one not expecting a lot i have a i had a thor shirt i loved it i had a lot of great time during it. i couldn't stop laughing i loved the goats those goats, those, 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 those fans are absolutely hysterical. Like every time. Those things
0: annoyed them, me through the whole entire film. I love them. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that, the goats annoyed the hell out of me. I felt like Star-Lord that just wanted to get rid of Thor. And, and I was yeah. like, look, can I please go back? Can I please go on volume three of Guardians of the Galaxy with you? Because yeah. I don't want to be with Thor as well on yeah. this adventure that we're on for two and a half yeah. hours
1: i mean i love the goats i thought they worked for me um, they didn't work for anybody else like it's fine i mean i just and i love the theater crew because i thought that was the funniest part about ragnarok the theater crew matt damon is loki and you're running wait he's loki yeah he's a theater production with actually the other hemsworth brother um he played uh thor or as somebody called him old spice thor um then you had uh sam neill at, played odin but this one when i knew i knew Melissa mccarthy was in this because i read of who she played and the fact that she played hella i knew immediately they're going to do the story of ragnarok i thought it was hysterical i mean and you, see, gonna... <laughs> oh, uh, yeah,
0: you see i'm sorry to interrupt but i, I know I, I remember i had a feeling they were going to do ragnarok because in the fact they they winded up telling the story of the first two thor movies so it only makes sense for them to do ragnarok right when I saw Melissa McCarthy, I'm like, oh good lord. You already got a bad Netflix film and now you're on here. I was like, can we please just go back and just fast forward you and get out of here? Because I just didn't like seeing her as Hella. I didn't like I didn't like the reveal of that. I just I just didn't like goats. I didn't like the humor within it. Now, Gorg, on the other hand, he did a really good job of setting that up. I definitely like Gorg's character. Gorg's character is hands down one of my favorite characters in this movie as well. And I, I like the fact how they gave a little bit of an origin story of how they reproduce. So I definitely like that. And I'm going to go off of one thing that you said. I think that even though you're one in a million, that probably feel might feel the same way, or maybe you might not be. But I know that you didn't really care for the Spider-Man movie, but in my opinion, I think that even people say that this is the best Spider-Man movie and it actually holds up for that thing. And I still say that that's actually the best MCU movie out of Phase 4. I saw, but here's the thing. I actually have Shang-Chi on top of that first. And then below that is actually Spider-Man. Yeah. But, you know, I'm uh, going ahead. I'll let you go on ahead. And no,
1: no you're good. Again, I didn't expect a lot from Sun-Chi. And we did a tray of reactions for it. And I honestly, I mean, honestly, I was like not looking forward to it yet. And I watched the movie, and I was like, "Wow, this was like I was really impressed." That's why it currently it's my current favorite Phase Four movie. Do I have any idea where we're going with Phase Four? No, I have no idea. I don't like this, the, the only people that know what they're doing, like that know where this is going, is Kevin Feige and the Marvel. I'm just along for the ride, and I'm just glad for me. I just enjoyed these last two Marvel movies. I don't know. I to be honest, I don't think what Black Panther: Wakanda is actually coming out this year. We haven't seen anything for it. Maybe we'll, well see something at Comic Con. I don't.
0: That's know. That's what I'm. Well, don't forget, Fe- Kevin Feige did say that he was going to make an announcement about the, yeah. going into the phases, and we're going to get to that later on in the uh in the review as well because I do want to yeah. touch on that a little bit. I touched yeah. on it a little bit in the reel that I did when yeah. I was doing the out of the out of theater experience, mm-hmm. but. Okay, so like I said, I had zero expectations, but I knew the background of, of Lady Thor. I knew how Jane becomes Lady Thor because of the fact that she has cancer. I thought that was really reminiscent to my mom who had cancer and stuff like that. So I definitely liked the way that they handled the cancer aspect of it. And then the chemistry between Thor and her was really good. And Gorg even explains why they even broke up in the first place. He, ex- he said, look, uh, Thor uh, and in." Hi- And Jane just didn't see eye to eye anymore. They got busy with their lives just like everybody else
2: did. Mm -hmm.
0: And so therefore, they had to go their own separate ways. Jane winds up leaving a note. Thor winds up leaving. And then, of course, we wind up seeing them four years later. Mm -hmm. And so then during that time with Christian Bale's character. Now, this is what I have to say, though. Christian Bale's character, to me, is one of my favorite villains in the MCU, aside from Killmonger and aside from a couple of the other, other, aside from Loki. But when you look at a good villain, I like the motivation behind it as to why he's killing these gods, because of the fact that he worshipped these gods that they uh, they walked on, and the fact that he got backstabbed by the god that he worshipped, and therefore he's like, why should I believe in you anymore? Whenever you all, then but now that I'm face to face with you, and my daughter died because we believed in you, and now you're telling me that i'm not supposed to believe in you anymore because everybody else doesn't so then he winds up this killing the god and whenever he kills him i'm like okay we have plot motivation he, he's he's and i like the motivation behind it because of the fact that he he's actually feeling like he's damaged he's feeling like he doesn't belong anymore he doesn't feel like there's a sense of purpose or anything like that so why should i go ahead and her, since everybody else don't believe in these gods, then I should just go on hand and destroy them my, myself. And do something about it.
1: I thought Christian Bale was great in this. Again, it's like again he was like he was a good villain, but I love how they did the visuals for that. Mm. For like that, especially when they go to that go to his world, how they did that like it's top notch visuals. I like, thought it was like really cool how they how it's no color. But yeah, it's black and white, but it doesn't feel black and white. It felt like it felt like a comic strip a little bit when you're watching
0: it. Mm-hmm. You know what it felt like? It kind of felt like Sin City, but in an MCU movie. Yeah. Yeah. If you, yeah. And stuff like that. And that's something that I really liked. It felt like a 1950s uh, uh, NR, MRA or something. I forgot. Noir. 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 is what yeah. I'm thinking of. But I liked how they did it. And even Jane's like, uh, where's the color go? And then that's basically the audience thinking to themselves, where did the color go? What's going on with the color? But the yeah. goats, I know I said that they were annoying, but the funny moment was whenever they crashed to the planet, the realm uh, that... The <laughs> so that part yeah. did make me chuckle. I, have to, I own up to the fact that it did make me chuckle on that end. Okay, so another thing. I knew Zeus was going to bite the bullet. I knew he was going to die. I was just thinking Christian Beale was going to do it and not Thor. And I'm like... And then, of course, I'm thinking Zeus, the god of lightning, is going to be in this movie. And, of course, I know it's what Taika Watiti, right? I know that he's good with the humor. He lands the jokes and stuff like that. But this is so over the top. And I was like, can we please just downgrade this just a little bit to have a little bit of seriousness with Zeus? Zeus does not need to be the way that it was perceived on the screen for this universe. And he's like an Italian italian a uh, god and all he cares about is orgies and that's it <laughs> i'm and... sorry
1: i laughed hysterically when he mentioned orgies you're not invited uh, all right with well, the first big thing we need to plan the orgies i cry i couldn't stop laughing i was like what <laughs>
0: Orgy... <laughs> and then well, the remember you... in ragnarok they mentioned orgies and ragnarok though too yeah i know about
1: but yeah, this was this. Like, I thought that whole sequence was hysterical. Okay, you're not going to the orgy, and then it's like, all right. And then when they revealed, like when they when they ripped Thor's clothes off, you went too far, and everybody fainted. I thought that was hysterical.
0: And get this, there was this woman that was there with her kids. She goes, "Oh my!" <laughs> that was her.
1: Like, you, know, you saw a man ass right
0: there. <laughs> right, but the but the but the mother and grandmother was like, "Oh my!" <laughs> She looked like this. She covered up the kid's
1: eyes. <laughs> I, I'm like, for a PG thirteen movie, you did that. I'm pretty sure those same people probably brought their kids to see stepbrothers. Brothers
0: Probably, but it just makes me laugh though. Whenever yeah. she's <laughs> like, "Oh my," yeah. um, like I wanted to go.
1: Back. Yeah. Sorry, I wanted to go back to like uh, we right, talked about fine. Jane. Um, it was great seeing Natalie Portman back, and I loved like again. I knew that aspect going in because I was reading a lot of like stuff going into this. So that the only stuff like the big i knew it going in how jane became thor jane had cancer the cancer was killing like they the, her turn into thor was getting rid of her chemo i knew all about that and i knew at the i knew how, what how the ending was going to happen she was going to sacrifice herself and that <laughs> um, i think in the comics again she doesn't die and i think she's going to be she's going to come back as a valkyrie um, that's how i see uh, that's how i see this playing out because i think she wants to come back for more and i'm like i want to see more jane Cause I want to see, I want to see, see if she can get more of her puns ready. Like, she's like, you're gonna eat the hammer, or this, like, her just like, or just, like or just like, you know, what
0: her... she reminds me of is Sandra Bullock from Demolition Man, yeah, when it comes down to the uh punchlines,
1: yeah. yeah, like, like this, 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 there's the punchline she tried doing, and again, I thought it was she was great, and it was really nice seeing Darcy show back up briefly. Um, so it was because the last time we saw her was WandaVision, so she like, she showed up, but I love what she did with the hammer. And how the hammer just, like, broke apart, destroyed a bunch of people, and then got back. I felt that was awesome. Yes.
0: I love that. And you know what, though? I know that I bashed on her, like, with the Jane Foster character in the beginning of my podcast in 2019. Yeah. And I just called her Plain Jane. And stuff like that. I made jokes. Mm-hmm. And it depends on how you do the character and how you write that character she was just poorly written Taika actually gave her some light into her character to where people can care about her character now I liked all that stuff I definitely liked the stuff with Jane I liked the Vladimir uh, uh, stuff and and then of course whenever now this is the part that I didn't like was the part where you know you actually have uh, Edra Alba's kid mm-hmm. that's been captured and then Thor's going in and out with doing division thing I'm like, dude, are you that stupid? Like, I get the fact that the first Thor movie, he's basically a fish out of water, right? And this one, he's supposed to have a little bit more common sense. If I captured a bunch of kids and I see them, and then I see them interacting with Thor, even through a vision, Christian Bale's character would have actually known that he was even there. I'm like... Dude, you are being stupid right now by telling them your plan. He could come after you if this plan doesn't work with the, getting the gods together. And then you tell the kids afterwards, oh, yeah, we have a fabulous plan, da 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 Then all of a sudden, that that's actually made me think, you are a stupid beach bum right now. Because of the fact that Christian Bale's character could come after you, and you're basically being in the bait and everything. So I didn't like that stuff because of how stupid that Thor was actually acting because I am I was thinking on the danger aspect of it where something could a- happen to him and Valkyrie and Borg and, of course, Jane. So that's how I was thinking on that side of things. And then, of course, whenever you see him asking for Zeus Thunderbolt, I wasn't expecting Thor to kill him or try to kill him with the Thunderbolt or anything like that. But this is also Thor being an airhead yet again, trying to show eg- ignorance, though, too. He, you remember the first Thor movie, right? How yes. ignorant he was and how he was showing Mac- Max, Max- Lenny and stuff. Thing, yeah. Yeah. And he's doing it in the same kind of sense, though, too, because yeah. of the fact he destroyed a palace with his powers. He doesn't care what he's destroying. I'm like, okay, so now we're repeating things from the first movie now. That we've already thought that he already grown from. This to me was a big mi- hit miss. To be honest with you,
1: that's fine. I mean, I think it, I, I, again, I can definitely see that. Again, I think for me, I didn't pick up on that. I was just laughing because he was just being an idiot, and that's like fine. Because I think the other thing too, Thor was like he, he's trying to look mad, He's trying to look tough because his former flame is Thor, and he's like trying to figure out what what am i supposed to do my former ex-girlfriend now has the power of thor and she's more superior than i am so like he's just trying to i i don't know i thought um again i don't know like i don't know like again like, i can see that side i think for me it's just it's just him being an idiot it was kind of funny and i can see like and, it, and yeah i definitely see the against that um but um, I want to go back also to, to talk about Quark a little bit. Quark was great. Yeah. I loved him in Ragnarok. And I loved how he's telling the story of Thor. And he goes, his brother, his mom, died his brother died <laughs> his brother died again and then a third time his father dead like it's just like it's just like it's like right in the beginning he's, he's just telling him, like all the death and all that stuff and i thought I that was hysterical and then again i love the opening though like when thor like his brother thor and he goes and he just jumps off the cliff on his and he's riding the axe like a broom like is very like <laughs> and he's like this like oh i said it was gonna be like a vacation but I mean, I thought his brief interaction with the guardians, I was hysterical. And then how he just goes full on like destruction mode and destroys the palace in the beginning, and then him doing the epic, the epic of epic splits with the two cars. I thought that was hysterical. It was given. It's pretty much a little shade at not only Jean, the great Jean Claude Van Damme, but it was a. Like a little thrown shade at Channing Tatum because Channing Tatum tried doing it for uh it, and the, to promote uh, Twenty Two Jump Street and he's like he's screaming in pain and then the Thoris is flexing with it. I thought that part was all hysterical. Like you you know going in, if you didn't like the opening, you probably were gonna like like because that was the, it set the tone for the movie and that's when it introduced the goats. But I just love one and the joke that kind of like I didn't pick up at first when he's talked about Cork talked about oh I had a friend named Dwayne. He's a rock. And and it's just like, I was like, oh, my God, he mentioned Dwayne the Rock. Shots. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a friend named Dwayne. He was a rock.
0: <laughs> right. I, I, now, I did enjoy that part. And then also, too. Now, the other thing I enjoyed was, like, the opening part with Gorg explaining the origins of Thor. Because think of it like this. If you go into this movie and you don't know anything that happened in the movies, you're lost. So he basically caught everybody up in a funny way of saying who died around him and also too I liked how he also explained Thor's love story though too because he, he fell in love with a wolf woman. He fell in love with a goat woman. He fell in and love with this woman and a pirate and then there was always that one love. One yeah. love that didn't that never got away. That, and then,
1: yeah, sorry, go ahead.
0: And that is Jane. Jane.
1: <laughs> um, he called. Him, he called her, he called him. Called Jane Foster, Jane Fonda at first, and the, I love the breakup aspect to it when they played ABBA for it. I thought that yeah. was. Per, I thought that was perfect, and then actually, the, oh yeah, sorry. I, think
0: was, I think that was Inya is what they played because I remember see, hearing that in the nineties. It was Inya.
1: Okay, I, I thought it was ABBA for some reason. that's no, okay. Yeah. yeah, I thought somebody said expect no more. Than three like no less than three guns N' roses songs and one abba song so i don't okay. know if that I, I don't know what that was true or not well like um but i i believe i that reckon that i remember that was i believe that was abba but i could be wrong um but i
0: thought that no, was No i think you're right though now that i'm thinking about back at it i think that i think you're right on that
1: I thought it was hysterical. I thought it was perfect, and I loved the hot, like the the kind of the, the this the how geeky, I, I, how much of a nerd Jane Foster was. So she, her costume was the alien coming out of her chest, and I was like for the chest buster. And I thought, oh wow, I, that, that that's pretty cool. But no, I again she was great as jane foster her introduction and force thor's, thor's reaction jane is oh hi what's up and then how he like what What was the last time i saw you And the exact it was the exact date when thor Thor the dark world was released and i thought that was pretty funny and i i love the cameos in this one about how they got each each actor got their kids involved in this movie and and i believe i i think a lot of the kids were the kids captured that, I think that was with Waititi's kids, Christian Bale's kids. Thor's Thor's son was involved. I think mean, he was in the, the the intro video about Thor growing up. His son was used in that part, and then of course the girl, the actress that played uh, Love, hence the title Love and Thunder, was his actual daughter. And then and then Hemsworth's wife's wife guest starred in it too at some part.
0: Right. There's actually something else I want to get into as well. Sure. Like now, the Guns N' Roses stuff. Don't get me wrong; I love Guns N' Roses. I love the fact that they played "Sweet Child of Mine" in the trailer, but it felt like a two. Uh, it felt like a music video. I'm like, really? Can we just move along? Because I really don't want to see a music video featuring Thor. That's what it felt like to me whenever I'm hearing the Guns N' Roses stuff. But I do want to touch on some stuff that Alex had said because I I have his notes right here. Sure. So uh, the jokes, he felt like it was one after another without giving the story time to breathe and I wasn't able to connect with it. He also follows up with the second half of the movie was much more balanced and I was better to connect with Jane Foster's story as well as Gorg's. Jane Foster was incredible in this movie. I would have been okay with her being the only Thor in this movie or the MVP of the movie, but he needed way more screen time to be considered imposing ending credits scene made him share and that's the one with hercules that's actually alex's initial thoughts on the movie itself
1: Well, oh, that was a uh, that was actually a lot better than i was expecting to be honest because <laughs> i liked this title of the movie terrible movie i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> but no i mean again it, it, it this movie's not for everybody and it's fine again i it worked for me i loved it i thought it, i enjoyed it um again i love the visuals um um uh, yeah um I love the goats and the, the goats didn't work for everybody but I mean and then I just just seeing Jane back the fact that Jane Natalie Portman hated playing her character and and the, the the one man that gets her back is Tycho and again he's been getting a lot of a, a criticism I'm like I like the guy I think he he's he's like this generation's Wes Anderson he's quirky he he's there's only so much he can pull off like I don't think I don't think Wes Anderson or anybody else would be able to pull off Jojo Rabbit, but he could. So again, it's just it, it, it's it's everybody's cup of tea. If you're not a big Taika Waititi fan, I don't recommend this for you. Um, but I think the movie this for me it just worked. I I had a fun time watching it. Um, couldn't stop laughing. I love the Guardians. Seeing them again. Just seeing that uh, handshake he tried to do with like that 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 thing. No, this is an Ask Guardians handshake. I thought that was hysterical. And he's like, you need to stop feeling like you need to find someone to make you feel like half like like you give half a shit and and not so you're not empty inside. And then and then he's staring at him. He's like, what? Not with me. No. Like and then and of course, then bringing back Lady Sif. I thought that was really cool. She's the only one that's uh, oh, yeah. Going back to the montage of who died. Oh, this guy died. I have no idea who this person is he died like it's just, anybody in thor's life died that was pretty much the moral of the story in the intro anybody that thor gets close to it, dies
0: right and i also like how valkyrie is back oh yes yeah. though too and i like how valkyrie everyone how gorg the uh the god killer winds up telling her everybody around her dies as well yeah and everything too but i want to mention this though too as i was th- thinking about this while i was watching this you know how lady thor with the hammer of G- gladimir mm-hmm. um you know how the hammer is basically killing her yeah okay so in a sense you know the weapon that gorg has is also killing him mm-hmm. so it's kind of like you basically i put gorg uh, not gorg but i Bale's character
2: yeah. at the
0: same level as, like, Lady Thor having cancer. Basically yeah. on that same kind of scale where they can actually relate in a certain way. Because that weapon is actually killing her, killing him, just like how that the hammer's killing her, taking out the chemo, and stuff like that. So, yeah. that's what I got out of that. Which I thought was actually pretty cool on how they actually, how they thought that up. Uh, if they haven't, that's just my idea. But... Yeah. <laughs> but...
1: Oh, sorry, go ahead, John.
0: No, no, no. Go on ahead.
1: I was gonna say the other thing that kind of worked for me. I don't know if it did. I thought the the kind of like, like the the relationship Thor had with the hammer, like or, or the, the, the the axe, and it, when he finds his is like Thor is not only having a mental breakdown with his girlfriend, he's actually having a mental breakdown between the two uh, the two weapons. And it's very like It it is remind me so much of Mr. Garrison from South Park, where he always he had Mr. Hat, and then and then and then he felt to then he went to Mr. Twig. And he went back to Mr. Hat. Like again, this is right. I just couldn't stop laughing. Anytime when Thor's like talking about the hammer, you see the axe just randomly show up right next to him. Because what? I wasn't talking about them. Like he's like, like he's talking like it's a, like he's in a relationship with the with the axe, the stormbreaker. I thought that part was hilarious. It's like how anytime he's like and then this the randomly the axe just shows up, <laughs> and he's like, what, I was, I was, "What? What? We're just friends."
0: <laughs> the, the, that stuff actually made sense to me in a sense because they made the axe in the X. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, I was making an X and X joke, but you know, they actually made that a character. That's something that I really have to say. They made the axe more of a character this time versus it just being a weapon.
2: Yeah, it
0: has some feelings. It has some heart into the into these weapons, and that's something that I did. I did like about that. yeah. But, you know, as a whole and everything, you know, I was expecting a little bit more from this. I was hoping that he would actually drop the humor just a little bit
2: mm-hmm.
0: to let us have a little bit of breather, like Alex said. In that sense, I actually do agree with him. I wanted, don't forget, uh, uh, Thor Ragnarok. yeah, it has humor, but it gave us a chance to catch up and have a breather on some seriousness and then follow up with the joke with some jokes and also too and stuff like that and i thought it worked but with this it's just one after another after another Mm -hmm. i'm like okay i'm i was i was looking at my watch i was ready to go i'm like Mm -hmm. this and then the end credit scene and stuff like that with the italian orgy zeus didn't land for uh, and i'm like no i i didn't huh
1: Hercules, that that was the that one. Then, like I, didn't, I had no idea who that was, and like, oh, the arena Hercules. All right, cool.
0: Yeah, I didn't know who it was either until Alex mentioned it. And don't get me wrong, I would love to see. I wanted to see Hercules around that arena. I think it would add more to it. That's just me. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he shows up makes me think that now he's on a hit list. From, uh, now Thor's on a hit list. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking because of the fact that he sent a lightning bolt into zeus yeah and, he kid, and that's his, his father yeah. yeah you that's like wha- trying to whack the mafia boss you, nah yeah. but let's talk about the end sequence scene of the uh post-credit scene though but oh, jane foster
1: oh before that i want to mention the, the other thing i like the kids i love the kids got superpowers. Oh, yeah. i thought that was awesome and I thought that was kind of kind of cool and cute at the same time. Oh, they're getting the kids, especially some of the kids' weapons. The kid had a bunny, a stuffed bunny that shot laser out of his house. I was like, I thought that was hysterical. I thought the little girl that was twirling and she ended up cutting a monster in half. I mean, they made a, 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 a that sequence that like looked really scary and secret. Sequ- I thought they made that kind of, I thought they did that really well to actually have the kids fighting them. And I thought, and, and Thor being like, all oh, nice that he is or right, um only for a little bit t- limited time though but it, it, he should have the power of thor and every single one of them was using like but i thought the bunny though the bunny with lasers coming out of his eyes that was absolutely hysterical
0: most definitely and i think that you know th- that sequence alone with the kids was fantastic i like I liked the action sequence with that. I also liked it when Thor was trying to pull the axe away from the doorway. And I was thinking, like, there was going to be this other big, huge bad that was going to be coming out of there. Mm -hmm. But no, it's just a pathway into immortality. And all he was trying to do was get to his daughter this whole entire time. So I like the—and also, too, Christian Bale broke my heart whenever he sees his daughter and he's dying— and then you see Jane over there, and she's about to die. And, you know, I just thought it was a perfect way to actually end um, the, it the way they did.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
0: it gives uh, Thor a sense of living, because now he has a daughter to take care of. Yeah. But I much i had much rather them... Not have to go through all of that stuff at the very beginning just to get to that. I wanted mm-hmm. Thor to be more the happy Thor, and yeah. this just gives him more of a reason to be even more happy because of the fact now he has a daughter to take care of. Yeah, but that's just me. I just I just wish that they didn't go back and repeat the same beats that they did from the first two movie three movies sure. if you think about it. Because of the fact, in in game that, that should have been it. That should have been when after he hit, killed Thanos there shouldn't have been any of this depression anymore or anything like that, unless he's just tired of doing everyday stuff with Storm Lord and stuff like that, and Storm Lord is just, doesn't have to do anything
2: mm-hmm.
0: because of the fact that he's because he's got the uh, door, uh, God of Thunder on his team, but still, overall, this movie was okay. It could have been better, in my opinion. Uh, but, okay, so I wanted to talk about the phase and stuff like that. That's okay, chilling.
1: so Sorry, did you want to talk about the post-credit scene with Jane real quick, and then go? Yeah. The oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, no, no.
0: no. We'll we'll talk about that right now. I like seeing Edra's Alba back, and the conversation between her, her and Jane. So yeah. that tells me that she's probably going to wind up playing a big role, probably going into how the phase actually ends. Maybe.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, I was so expecting her like that credit scene to her give you back on Earth, uh, back on New Asgard as Valkyrie. I really thought that was they're gonna do that, but uh, but it was really nice seeing it. Atria's like, thanks for taking care of my son. Um, you you can go ahead and enter now. I thought that was like, um, I, I was I didn't know how, what was going on with that, but again, seeing the two of them back, um, I thought that was pretty cool. But I was I was expecting her to be the Valkyrie right off the bat, but if not, that's okay. I think they're gonna save that. But I expect her to be back. Like, it, it, like I expect her to right. Yeah.
0: I expect her to be riding Pegasus because I geeked out whenever I started riding Pegasus. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I I geeked out. that I like Greek mythology and stuff like that. And I just had like this giddy moment in the theater watching her fly on Pegasus. I just loved it. It was like entering in a WWE ring. And she just goes on ahead, does a superhero landing. And Thor just looks at her like, really? I told you to be staying in that hospital bed, woman. And now here you are bothering me (laughs) right but i loved it i i i i I mean it i stopped popcorn in my face the whole time i loved it but like i said it's not a perfect movie but it balances uh, itself out a little bit to where i can say i enjoy aspects of it it's not i'm gonna be honest with you everybody's like oh this is a horrible movie and stuff like that it is a it isn't a great movie but if you find aspects that you like it's not as bad as you thought might have thought it might have been because that's what I did. I found some kind of balance into it and not just hating it all the way through. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, because I was as I came out of the theater, I'm like, what did I enjoy about this film that I can actually say that I enjoyed without being so critically, you know, just not yeah. wanting to bash it to pieces. And I was like, well, I like Christian Beale's uh character, I like, uh. Of course, I wind up. Lo- I also like the whole entire dynamic with Gord. Yeah, I liked the introduction. I liked all that stuff. It yeah. was just the jokes was overburdened mm-hmm. to the point where it just didn't land for me, and I yeah. wasn't finding myself laughing this time. Yeah, and it was just over the top.
1: I, I so I, I can see that again. I did. I did. What I didn't like was seen on Twitter people saying this movie is terrible and they don't get legit reasons why, or they said it's too political. And that's all I'm going to say. And I'm like, no, that's not like when you say something like that, that's not a legit review. And why are you reviewing movies? If that's your answer to everything you should, like again, if you don't like it, that's fine. But you should maybe have like legit reasons, not saying, Oh, it was that or that. I mean, again, right. that's I, yeah, again everybody, everybody likes certain items. I love this movie for what it was. It was entertaining. It entertained me. I didn't like Spider-Man because I was like cuz it, it was I was disappointed out. I didn't hate it. I just felt disappointed cuz I was expecting a little bit too much and and again it was it was well warranted because it was one of the most overhyped uh, most hyped movies of 2021. It just didn't work for me. I just came out disappointed and and that's fine. if you if you don't like something, that's fine. But you don't have to right. go attack somebody on Twitter for it, or like, or somebody likes it, saying they they shouldn't be reviewing movies and stuff like that. And that, that's not that's not the whole point of this. The whole point is to watch movies and have fun, and right. actually maybe and like and actually have fun doing watching a movie and reviewing about it, not reviewing it for the sake of reviewing it. Like,
0: well, yeah. Here is the thing. When I now I don't want to get onto the PC stuff.
1: No, no, no I don't either. Uh, but.
0: but. Here's the thing. There are some comic books that are political that you can actually say that it is a political thing that you can pick up on. With this, I didn't feel like anything was political in this film. I think they were just trying to find things to hate it, mm-hmm. rather than just um, finding something positive out about it. Yeah. And another thing I want to bring up real quick before we move into the phase thing that I wanted to was this. So... I was like, I was like this. I felt like coming out of this film, I was entertained. As long as I felt like I was entertained, then the movie did its job. And if I found some kind of balance into it on something that I liked, hey, the movie the movie was okay.
2: Yeah.
0: And also too, the Doctor Strange, now Doctor Strange was my version of Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Because I had so much of high expectations for it. Because of the fact I've read House of M before, I've, and I I've try to connect the dots with it, mm-hmm. I went into the second time viewing it when I went to a brandy and stuff like that. And I went, I liked it a little bit, but not as much as I had wanted to mm-hmm. after I know what I was getting. yeah. So, okay. So going into the phases and stuff like that. Now, I feel like even though with the solo films and stuff like that, and one of my friends like, well, you know, even the solo films were misconjointed. There was no cohesiveness uh, into the MCU that connected everything together. I said, no, but they connected small things here. Hey, what's going on, Joshua? Brother John, as <laughs> the Odin, I dubbed the royal member of the guard. Thank you. For, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir, for your for your hospitality and your royalty to me. I do appreciate that. Um, Zeus will be waiting on the other corner for an orgy. Um, so, anyways,
1: <laughs> so are you now? You now have the power of Thor.
0: Hey, I don't know about that one. <laughs> so, anyways, let's go into the, okay. So the phases and stuff like that. Like I was trying to talk about with the cohesiveness of the story. And here's the thing told him this i said look yeah there was no cohesiveness within the solo films itself but they connected characters they told us about certain characters that were going to be within this mcu they gave us doors hammer they gave us little nuggets of information as whenever it came down to uh the incredible hulk cameo with tony stark you had little nuggets with this one it doesn't give you anything it's going slowly on hoping that it ties into something versus it actually tying into something. And I'm kind of worried. I mean, we have two okay movies, that, according to some people, some bad movies, according to some people. And it's like me in the middle with certain aspects I like. Chang-Chi is probably the best adaptation of this phase so far, aside from Spider-Man No Way Home. And it worries me that we only have two good ones and two, eh, it was okay movies. You know, and Derby Gaming, okay. Ragnarok R- R- 2, uh, Thor.
1: Love and Thunder. Uh, okay. And then the big dot, and then the Dark
0: World. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to do my ranking after we do our rewatch reviews, because I do want to plan on doing some rewatches and then do our rankings. The she would be
1: painful. I loved it. But, but it was just funny because actually I binged all the Thor movies and uh, all the Avenger movies before I watched um, love and Thunder. So I was like, <laughs> oh okay, so I was already like, yeah, I was already prepared, ready to go for this guy. Time, but uh um I don't know. Again, I, I really don't have like any clue of what we're going. I think again, Sun Chi is probably the closest one where we actually got some information, like where we saw the Hulk and Captain Marvel show up with Wong before they decide to go party and do karaoke. So I think that one's the biggest clear one about where we're going to go with this, but I don't know. Again, they seem to be setting up like Black Widow set up the Hawkeye show a little bit with when, uh, when Val showed well, up.
0: It's right. basically a prequel. Like, yeah.
1: It was, but towards the, the post-credit scene at the end of Widow was set up, here, here's your target, Clint. And again, because originally the Val character was supposed to show up first in Black Widow, but since COVID happened, Falcon Winter Soldier got out first. So again, I have no clue where we're going. And to be honest, I really don't think Black uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is coming out this year. I don't like. I, if they keep saying it's November eleventh, twenty twenty two. Gut feeling, I think it's gonna get pushed. Because I, 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 might see...
0: say January of two thousand twenty three or February of two
1: thousand twenty three. Yeah, well, I, 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 well, I Maybe uh, m- maybe around that time frame because I think March, it's either March or May of 2023. We're getting Guardians three right off the bat. Right. So, so again, I don't know. It's it's they're they're they're, they're again. Um, uh, they'll figure this out. I just at this point, I kind of wish we knew what this phase is. Was it a phase of all these um well these, these villains maybe that they're there's i'm thinking
0: there. here's the thing we've been having a lot of gods right yeah i'm thinking it's mm-hmm. gonna be someone big to do these to do the ending phase i'm thinking that we're gonna be facing off a big bad god at the end of this phase and i wouldn't be surprised about that because think of it like this we had gods in moon knight we had gods in this one of course
2: mm-hmm
0: but uh, every single thing they were facing off against, even in internals, was dealing with gods. Even dealing with Thanos' brother as well. So we have that going on. So there's only X amount of things that they could actually do. Uh, let's. I want to see Derpy Gaming's comment real quick. All right. Honestly, I thought I watched the first Ant-Man. With love and thunder, it does nothing for the current state of the MCU. Just the movie, so yeah. Uh, another thing I want to mention is this, though. It's a TV series. Now, I had WandaVision being a really good show, but after seeing Doctor Strange, it loses that flavor because it didn't go where the marker was supposed to go at, and therefore it missed its landing for me. I still have Moon Knight as my number one when it comes down to Marvel shows because mm-hmm. of the mythology of the Egyptian mythology and stuff like that. But as far as the shows go and everything, I feel like this. Stop making TV shows centered around Disney Plus. Start focusing back on your movies now. Don't get me wrong. I love watching uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff on TV, but I feel like they need to go back to what was what was making their bread and butter, which was making uh, the MCU movies. That's just my
1: opinion. Yeah, I think we're going to get that next year because I think we're starting off with a bang in February of next year with Ant-Man and the Quantum Manium so that one's going to be, I think that one's going to be the big trigger because that's when they're going to enter, like that's when Kane is supposed to return. Um, the Jonathan Majors character from, from the end of Loki, um, that character, he's going to be the big one that's going to be showing up. So he's going to show up in Ant Man 3, which is February 17th. So we're not, we, it's not going to be that long till when we get the new one. And I, let me see when Guardians, because I know Guardians of Three is also next year.
0: Right. Let me. That's May the- 5th. Do me a favor real quick. Yeah. Um, the Midnight the midnight Cinema, Joshua commented on, made two comments already. I wanted to oh, see them. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Not the current state, but I do think a War of the Realms, War of the Gods storyline is coming. I think so, too. They touched on a lot of afterlife stuff recently with uh, Black Definitely. Panther, with Moon Knight, Black Panther, and now Thor Eternals didn't showcase theirs, but there's more we can touch on. Definitely more that they can catch on, touch on. Because I think that we're going to be introduced into a god that we're going to have to face against, and I'm wondering who that could be. And I and there's actually a name I I, I want to go with, but I forgot. I, I'm coming up with a blank right now as to who it is. Watch me remember whenever we get off here. Now all yeah. and then all of a sudden I just uh, message you, Josh. <laughs>
1: so again i don't know there's we still got like again the next movie is black panther to be honest i don't really see that coming out this year i could see that pushed to january i think i don't know i mean and then i know we got some series coming out though i think echo is supposed to be out this year that one's supposed to bring back daredevil characters of matt murdoch and kingpin is supposed to be in that show and then i think then we got the guardians holiday special so i don't know i mean and then the she-hulk attorney law which is supposed to have uh 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 jessica jones in it so again i don't know um i i, I like i, I kind of agree i think they need to maybe work on a little bit more we need more movies and i, I think i think what really affected us the whole pandemic that kind of really affected the process of how this is going to go um so if, i don't think if, if we didn't have the pandemic i don't think these movies would have been maybe as like maybe we'll get more cohesiveness to them again i don't know um but i i got more faith in them right now than i do dc um, I think and I, I know DC's got a big one in December of Shazam Fury of the Gods. Well, no, before that Black uh the uh Black, Black Adam. Adam that one looks great. I'm like I'm really look forward to that. And then we got Shazam Fury of the Gods coming out in December. Um so I again I don't know what DC's gonna do. I mean, they they got so much trouble right now and I think they need to like, you know, rip the basics. I just feel bad.
0: I just feel bad for them because the owner of Discovery just bought D- Warner Brothers
1: yeah. and now they're having
0: to deal with a Loki in their Warner Brothers <laughs> um, acting department. Yeah. Uh, and now they're probably trying to strategize on what to do and they don't know the direction to go in because either which way, they have lost money on it. Yeah. You know? So, you know, I think that yep, stick with the movies. The show's just oversaturation. Yep. I do feel like the shows are a little bit over-saturation, but of course, I think that they can actually do a better job at laying down the groundwork with certain characters that they're trying to introduce. Because if it's like new characters like Miss Marvel, I think that they can actually do a good job at layering those characters out to the point where a two and a half hour movie wouldn't be that beneficial to me, personally. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, sorry, go ahead but as far as dc goes i think they're they're like you know what screw it we're not going to try and do a shared universe anymore we're yeah. scrapping everything all together we're just going to come out with movies and make the best movie that movies that we can and forget about everything else yeah and i think that's actually a great strategy because it's actually working for them even though some people may not like the batman or whatever it still made bank in march stuff it like is. that so despite people's reaction to it it still made money the joker made money uh, and they're doing their own thing. They're not having to do a shared universe and feeling like they're handcuffed to actually telling a cohesive story anymore. Yeah, They're just doing what they normally did every single time that you turned around with a WB project. Yeah, They do a solo film, it makes bank. Okay, let's do the next movie and yeah. do something else. So that's what I'm seeing from Warner Brothers right now. Yeah, As far as that goes.
1: For phase four, I still think Skull- Scrolls is the big, big, the big I um idea, idea for phase four of the scrolls because I, I I really think because I think it's gonna really take face when we get to Secret Invasion next year and personally I'm really excited for that one because it, we're actually getting Fury back and the last time we saw Fury he's up in space and the only one that really mentioned that was really Wandavision is when they brought uh, Monica Rambeau the daughter hey uh, uh like a like a friend of mine up that was up that worked with your mom. He really wants to meet you. What and she goes where? So I think I think that one's going to really take face and I think when I think I think we're going to see uh uh we're going to see back uh the the uh, the cousin of uh Sharon Cher- oh, uh Sharon Carter. Yes. I think we're going to see her back and to be honest she's an, I think she's like a double agent. Like she's really playing she's playing the bad guy but she's really the good guy cuz Fury told her to. I don't know. I really want to continue back to that story. I'm like, I like the mythical stuff, but I kind of want the like, that's what I really love, the more grounded kind of stuff. That's why I still think, for me, my favorite MCU movie is The Winter Soldier. Because it was, it was just yeah, the, the Winter Soldier fantastic. Yeah, The Winter Soldier. And it's grounded, but it did what it needed to do. It like blew up the whole MCU.
0: It felt like it a Tom Clancy movie.
1: It. it did. It was a political thriller. That's what it was. It was a political thriller, but and that's what I liked a lot about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, the, the ending was disappointing. Yeah, it was. But still, I want to know. I kind of want to know more of what what's really going on with Sharon Carter, like because like they, they like I really want to know more about that. And I think we'll get more either in Secret Invasion or Armor Wars, and that sure. should be out not this year but next year. But Secret Invasion we're getting Fury back, and I, I want to know like the whole idea of the scrolls because I really think that's that's something to play into, and I think that's going to play into the new Deadpool movie, to be
0: honest. Well, one last thing before we actually close out. Sure thing. I was actually thinking that we were going to probably get, uh, go up into space again. I was thinking that we were going to see Nick Fury reach out to Thor or something, since we actually had a Nick uh, Fury kind of cameo with the cell phone, thinking that maybe he summons Thor, but no, we didn't get that. But I was just thinking that there might have been like a little bit of a post-credit scene for that or whatever but no we didn't but that's okay but that's everything that i have wanted to cover as far as thor love and thunder
1: no i can't think of anything i I think i covered everything else again i i like this movie i enjoyed it um do do i think this might be the last Marvel movie we'll see this year gut feeling tells me yes um because we haven't seen anything yet for Wakanda Forever, and that's for good reason because I think they're still trying to figure that out. And, and it's a shame about the, the like Chadwick Bozeman just died too young because I think they, that, that kind of ruined their plans a little bit. So I'm expect hopefully we'll find out more during Comic Con this year about what's going on for the, the rest of the Marvel movies because they were supposed to be there. So I'm expecting to maybe hear more information um because I'm interested how they're going to do this one. I, I, um, as of, I'll come out and say, I wasn't a fan of the Black Panther movie. I liked the character in Civil War. I just didn't like the solo movie. It's, it is just I felt like I've seen it before? Sure, there's stuff that was cool in it, but overall, I didn't care for it. But I'm intrigued to how they're gonna do this now because being in Phase Four, um, and then yeah. So again, I do I see it coming out this year? Honestly, I don't. But stranger things have happened. <laughs>
0: Exactly. So with that being said, that's going to be it as far as the show goes. And tomorrow night, I'm not going to be doing a show or anything like that. I'm going to be on Clinton Robinson's podcast show tomorrow night. Talking about D&D and mental health surrounding around the D&D game. Then on Thursday, I'm going to be doing our Talking Miss Marvel with William from Conversation About Dot 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 podcast. And then Friday, I'm taking the day off and even Saturday and Sunday so I might do a little short here and there but other than that nope nothing that I'm doing on YouTube or anything like that I'd just like to take um a couple of days off just for myself so that way I don't feel like I'm being burnt out or anything so with that being said guys don't forget to smash that like button smash that subscribe button don't forget to comment below if you like this video and want to see more don't forget we actually have the Hocus Pocus trailer reaction we actually ended up dropping Charlie and I just did a trailer reaction for Day Shift we also got an Elvis non-spoiler review that I did We've got a lot of stuff here that I covered. Even if you don't want to sit through an hour of this, guess what? You guys can take this on the road with you and go mobile by just going on ahead, going down below and go into the descriptions. And that's where you can find our podcast. So therefore, if you don't want to listen to my mouth run or watch my mouth run, just go on ahead, listen to my big mouth on a podcast. You'll be able to find me over there, wherever you guys get your podcast from. Then of course, like I said, we're going to uh, be back over here on Monday and that's going to be it as far as the show goes always until next time guys it's been really been fun i can't wait to do this again and thank you josh thank you derpy thank you brandy for commenting in the live section and always until next time guys bye bye